put you on to Paul and you are over to you, Paul. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon or good evening. Uh, Paul, alcoholic. Um, I want to just reiterate that this, these talks are just from members I view of the recovery program. They're not a substitute for the program. It's not a substitute for the principles. Hopefully it's just an amplification from the effects the principle and the programs had on me. And the theme of it, and you can see it in many ways, but the theme of it is the idea that this identification or this sense of being Paul, the doer of past deeds and the doer of future deeds, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the hearer, the taster, the toucher, pictured as this thing, this body, Paul, that there's an identification with this image and that identification is the root of the problem. And that alcoholism and addiction and overeating and sex act activity and all these things are amplifications of the original problem. And almost in a way, the original problem hides itself in all the other addictions because it migrates to all the other addictions and then it finds itself, well, it doesn't find itself, we find itself, we see that it runs into this dilemma that self can't get out of self. So I feel the basic programming of this mental activity, this parasitical movement, is rooted in this belief it can get out of itself as itself. And in our community here in America, I don't know if it's everywhere else, but in the, when I came into recovery, there would always be this uh, cryptic saying, self can't get out of self. It's not in the book, but it was, a, it, was, it was arrived at by a lot of members observing that exact situation was going on. They were trying to get out of me as me. And that's how it fails. And that's actually how the original addiction reinforces itself because when you're doing when there's a doing of cocaine there's a feeling of you doing the cocaine and that feeling of you doing the cocaine is what you want to get out of doing the cocaine so in a weird way the mathematics never work and we never reach a freedom from that which we like to get away from because we're identified as it so i just look at the steps from that view and uh and really in a way i've come to the realization of the problem by relief from it so these ideas were into were introduced i saw that self was like a foreign pathogen i kept entertaining that not me but there was an entertaining of that things happened and over the years, I grew into a, a stable case of traveling lighter, not based on the circumstances and situations, but based on uh, another condition that's prior to all the other conditions. And so if there's stability there, that stability, that 
ease and comfort in that condition transfers to all the other conditions you'll run into during life. Illness, not ill, feeling flipped out, not feeling flipped out, all of these things, this sense of ease and comfort isn't produced by the disease, it's relief from the disease. So by seeing that I was not that and continuing the program of recovery and living by the principles and having the suggestions I took when I was early in the program turn into habits and just become a way of life, these little ideas that were entertained verified themselves by relief, really, and stabilized relief. So that's how I wanted to conduct these shares. I'm just sharing from a member's view of what's really worked in the framing of AA for me and recovery. It's none of it's there to replace AA, but it has illuminated AA and the principles for me. And it brought about what I sincerely wanted, which was freedom from the bondage of self. So there's this, uh, basically, I wanted to go to what we read last week because it's so underappreciated mostly in the community, at least the one I'm in, this idea of the power of faith. And just reading it once again on the bottom of page 53 of the big book, I'm going to uh, go to the second sentence. It says, without knowing it. So that's the condition where the disease thrives. The disease thrives in the condition of us not knowing it. Yeah? And actually taking ourselves to be it. So the basis of what comes after is always based on what's before. And what's before is a lack of knowledge of the exact nature of the wrong. A, a lack of knowledge of the, the underlying causes and conditions. And without that, without, with that lack of knowledge, it, those conditions can keep repeating themselves and actually progress and get worse. And then the need to drink or the need to escape becomes paramount and we're apt to do almost anything. And then the mental state will lead us to its idea of surrender, which is fuck it. And when we, when we agree with that assumption, we're apt to do almost anything. I've seen people go out after 22 years. I've seen people, you know, lose everything in one weekend that it took 18 years to build up. Like there's a guy around here that says, you know, it took me 27 years to get what I have, but I could lose it in a day. By one drink, I could start losing it. So there is a certain current that doesn't run at the same speed in amplification. Destruction takes very little time. Building up takes time. But a destruction of what's been built up doesn't take a very little time. So this whole idea of without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. Now, what would have happened if we knew it? Maybe, I don't know. If it was claimed by self, that self-knowledge would have availed us nothing. But if we had received that knowledge and not claimed by self, it may have allowed us to see what was coming before we got hit by what was coming. So 
That was natural, but let us think a little more closely. Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. What is that kind of faith? It's a force of energy. It's a thing I believe Jesus was, was talking about, or supposedly when he says, when someone was healed and they wanted to give him credit, they, he would always say it was done according to your faith. Yeah. So a lot of the shit is, is done according to the faith that's happening through us. Yeah. So without knowing it, have we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith? For did we not believe in our own reasoning or let's say your thinking, obviously? Did we not have confidence in our ability to think? What was that but a sort of faith? Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful. I mean, completely faithful to this God of reason. And that God of reason is, that, is the disease playing God. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. And I'm saying faith is involved all the time now. Yeah? And realizing this, the power of this faith and you're, that you're not up to directing it, we come to a conclusion. First, we come to a conclusion that I'm screwed or something has failed. And in that admittance of failure, there's a possibility of perhaps there's a better way. That's how it goes. And that better way, we're taken to that better way through the program of recovery. We can't do it ourselves, just like the third step. We make a decision to turn our will in our lives. We can't turn our will and life over to anything. It's already been turned over to the power, the disease, the parasite. And the parasite is going to act like it's going to turn it over. And then when it wants to, it'll take it back. And that's a lot of people's experience of surrender. It's a transactional deal. They say, all right, I'm going to surrender this. But then they want to have a boyfriend and shit like that. They're not going to surrender that idea. And then therefore, and then, oh, when that doesn't work, they surrender again. And they're hoping that, that, that business will keep, stay open. But what happens when you take it back? You may not be led to surrender again. Yeah. You may be on a run. And then this whole idea is transactional because something has taken us over and we're not in the knowledge of it. We're calling it us all day. Yeah. So what happens is you recognize it's not you and then you can abandon quote unquote your, which is a sense of owning it or claiming it. You can abandon yourself to God. You cannot abandon what you are to God. You'd be there. Yeah. You can't abandon what you are to anything. If you showed a video, I abandoned myself, and then you thought you left, you'd still be there. Yeah. It's like when we used to have a beater car and we'd run it into a tree and we'd just walk away from it and we'd abandon the car. Yeah. Because I'm not the car. So this whole idea is, yeah, abandon yourself. Yes, abandon what you're not to God. Yeah. And then at that point, you can actually experience the letting go of old ideas because the biggest old idea is you. That's the biggest old idea. That's the one that's accumulating all the other old ideas. So you're going to try to ask it, oh, please, great one, let go of some of your old ideas. Yeah? 
it will gladly out throw some shit out because the oldest idea is you. Yeah. So we abandon ourselves. We abandon that thing to God. Yeah. Because it says in our book, in our book, unless you let go of all your old ideas, the result will be no, nil. All your old ideas. What ideas? Oh, I can pull this off. I can do this. I can do that. But underneath all those old ideas, the biggest old idea, the idea of you. You're the biggest old idea. You as a thing. Yeah. So. I saw it. That's all. I'm just sharing a possibility. I saw it. And you know what? I would have only shared it with a few people if there was very little relief. But because the relief it's allowed to happen, I feel it, it, it fits every person who's ever had that tyranny of addiction living off of that other tyranny of uh, the identification as self. Yeah. I know, I know if you, if you see the problem from, from the solution, you're going to have the effects of the solution in your life. If you keep seeing the problem from the problem, you're going to have muted effects of the problem. But the problem is still going to have you. It's still going to have you. You can hear it in shares. Oh, I feel really great, but I'm still fucked. I'm still insane. We're always pledging allegiance to the old God, you know? Oh, everything is great, but don't worry. I'm still fucked up. I'm still just like everyone else, yeah? If someone came to me and, and showed it and they shared with me and they said, Paul, this has allowed a huge amount of relief, which has let very little with me doing, playing the role of maintenance director. Yeah. It just seems to be doing it on its own as if I was placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on my part. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. I would. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. And if I saw that person, I could feel some energy around that. I'd be very interested in that. Yeah. Because what I see, if we keep, if we keep trying to ally the problem to help us get to the solution, that's a big freaking problem. Yeah. I do not believe you can make a parasite a service animal. I don't. I don't think you're going to rehabilitate it. I don't think you're going to therapize it enough su sufficiently enough to uh, to to force it to let go of its hold on us i just don't a parasite has no life but the host life it needs us yeah that which is playing god needs us to play god with yeah so i think perhaps this is the better way is the only way yeah recognizing that there was an extreme faith in a finite self and and then recognize that had a role in a lot a lot a lot of what i think of what are my conditions and that perhaps there's a better way trusting something infinite rather than my finite self yeah now if the finite self tries to trust something infinite that's more trust in the finite self so i see i see that which is playing god isn't me and then I allow God to play God, yeah? And so the program moves me to what? Trusting something infinite. And when you trust something infinite, you'll know you're in that condition.
because it won't be producing the same effects of the other condition. Yeah. You'll have a new employer being all powerful. It's going to take care of you. I can tell you in my life, I've just fucking stumbled and bumbled through this life completely. And I've been taking care of every step of the way. Yeah. So. I think that's it, Dave. Oh, one more thing I'll share. Maybe some of us start with a higher power of own understanding. But if you stay in this program, it's going to switch to a higher power and understanding, a higher power of its own understanding. Yeah? You're going to realize, I do not want to frame the effects of this higher power in my life. I want to have an under, I want to allow the higher power have its own understanding of itself and let that be revealed to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, hands up in the old, uh, participants column there. Um, I've just got a quick question on that. Paul just wanted to go on that. You, you talk about the service animal. Uh, you can't tame is basically you're saying you can't tame in the, the, the self or the, is it the ego or the, the little self into a, into a slave? You can't control it. It's a wild animal. Is that kind of what you mean? Well, I don't see it as ego, but I see it as a feeling of being the one who has an ego or loses an ego. I really feel it's a sense of self and self represents having a lot to do with a lot of shit. You have nothing to do with. Really? So seeing is happening without any volition. I did not choose to see the day. My lids opened up and I, I'm seeing the day. Yes, obviously. Mm -hmm. But the head and its narration believes it's the seer. Somehow it's doing the seeing. Somehow it's, it's doing the hearing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's absurd. If you just look at your basic condition, something is before the idea of you. You're come after. The idea of Paul is after the living. So I mean, why would I, want, why would I want that to interpret the living? It's got a bad point. Of, it's got a bad view. It's after. I want to see it from the living. Yeah. Why would I want to see it from a dead idea? And I get, what I do is I, I give up the sense of living and I get, and, and a replacement is given an interpretation of life. So basically it becomes the same old, same old. Yeah, I get the same, it's just, oh, I'm afraid all day, or I'm this, or, the, you know, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. I would rather, I would rather hear about my life from what's seeing than who thinks it's the seer, definitely. Yeah. I much I much rather get a new broadcast through the radio, yeah, mm -hmm. than the old broke broadcast. <laughs> I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't you ha we haven't we had enough? I can go to a meeting, and as a newcomer, and the same with me, we've had we've lived the same script. It's exactly the same, just with different nouns 
and different geographical locations. The exact same. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always driving to the three spaces, institution, institution, jails, and death. I mean, come on. Yeah, there must be something that's common in these all these thousands of cars driving to the same three parking spaces. It's not the seeming drivers. We all come from different ethnicities, different places, different genders. But basically, we usually all end up at the same place. I believe there's one driver. Yeah. Mm. And if you recognize it, it can, it had, why do they say you have to get to the exact nature of the wrongs unless we have to get to the exact nature of the wrong? Why would they say that? Why would they say we got to get to the causes and conditions unless we have to get to the causes and conditions? Yeah. That's the basis of recovery. Stopping drinking and using, I've stopped 32 years. Stop, yeah? But the recovery isn't, recovery and stopping drinking aren't the same thing. Recovery is from the underlying causes and conditions and the exact mm -hmm. nature of the wrong. That's what's producing the drive to get loaded, not the other way around, yeah? That's mm -hmm. the thing. That the, I remember I fell into that fundamental joke when I got sober, I figured all my bad behavior had to do with me doing a lot of cocaine and drinking. Mm. And then I'd stop, I wasn't doing any more cocaine and drinking and the same behavior was occurring. So I was wrong, yeah? I had assumed that was the case. Oh, when I stop using and drinking, I'm gonna be a very cool dude. No, the same shit came. So basically I had it asked backwards. I thought, the drinking and using were producing the underlying causes. The underlying causes were producing the need to drink and use. That's a fundamental recognition, you know, that we can be so off, it can be so off that it's like a bizarro world. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That which comes first goes last, last is first, sort of like that, yeah. I think most people I know, they really believe that when they stop drinking and using, a lot of their behavior was going to stop. And then they're always rudely surprised that it doesn't because we were wrong without knowing it. Some of the worst without knowing is, is when you think you know it. Yeah, but the knowing is off. <laughs> I mean, I was so sure you were fucking with me. I was so sure it was the judges and the police. Yeah, I was. I, and I was wrong completely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What is that going to produce in one's life? Mm. To be that substantially wrong is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So we, so in essence, all that was engineered to create an awakening or to have whatever, whatever we've been through was, we were unconscious. We were just passengers in a in a driverless car, basically, with no say in what was happening. But it was engineered for us to have this to come to AA or to have some sort of awakening. Is that is that sort of like kind of right? Well, if it's happened for you, that's how it's been engineered. Hmm. But some people come to AA and they don't have that awakening. They go back out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because it's engineered that way. And did they have the same sincerity as you? Who knows? 
But in one case, something happened. In another case, it didn't. My sister, my older sister, overdosed. She was given the opening in uh, New York. You couldn't, you couldn't uh, get someone admitted into a program. They had to say it. So the family got her, and she would. She refused to go, and she was dead in two weeks, overdose on drinking and uh, sleeping pills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, what would have happened if she would have said, "All right," and gone into that program? Who knows? But that didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, if this is how you some have come to, or come to believe, or waken up, so to speak then that's what, mm -hmm. how it was engineered. Other people, mm -hmm. it's another way, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it isn't. Mm -hmm. But while it is for you, fucking, what's the appropriate response honoring it and gratitude for it? And maybe therefore, not the idea of service, but you actually can get a point where you're of service, yeah? Mm -hmm. There's a switch, nothing stays as it is. There's a doing of service, a doing of service, and then the attitude and outlook gets sufficiently changed where now you're of service, yeah? You may do formal shit, but you're, <laughs> you're in another position. You're at it, you've been you have been changed sufficiently, mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah. Thank you. And that's all, that's all about what can be seen, the action figure. Mm. But the spirit is what's prior, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Mm. How can you arrive? How are you going to become a spiritual condition if you're obsessed with a mental fucking condition? <laughs> it's not going to work. You've got to lose interest, and you can't yeah. do that because that would be interest in it. There's got to be a loss of interest in the mental and then mm. the spiritual becomes obvious. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's mm -hmm. not like, Oh, su spirit suddenly appears. It's always been available at all times. Mm. Yeah. But now the interest and attention has been freed from that slavery. And now it's interested and attentive to what your own nature. You sense it. Mm. Like it says, you're going to sense the presence of God. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to feel exact feel it like feel it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see what's needed to notice the feeling is an interest and attention. If interest and attention is wedded to what you're not, yeah? Mm -hmm. All you're going to feel is it. You're going to feel it feeling like it's spiritual. That that's not spirit. Mm -hmm. Spiritual spirit isn't a condition that's produced it's a condition that's revealed. Mm -hmm. For me, the whole program is a diminishing of mental fucking. There's so much attention and interest to the mental activity. Yeah. It mm -hmm. keeps us away from what's happening during the day. It keeps us away from that sense of spirit. That's all it does. It can't erase spirit. It can't get rid of spirit. It can just distract us sufficiently that we're not aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we try to be aware of it, we try to be aware of it as that which we're not. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. We're defeated already. 
so I guess the the steps and the the self inquiry and stuff. So to like use your camera analogy, get rid of all the the shit on the lens and I guess the lens and the like you say before, it's, it helps to reveal what is. Is that is that kind of right? Well, it helps to reveal what isn't, and then you uh-huh. you reckon feel or find out what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Like if there's new people here, these ideas are, we're assuming that people are somewhat established in the program of AA. This is not a substitute for the workings that you need, that need to be done when you first introduce to these ideas and then you do the working steps four through nine. That's necessary because the action figure needs to be corrected. Yeah, but that is, is not producing a spiritual condition. You are a spiritual condition. Mm-hmm. And what you're not is never going to wake up. It isn't. Mm-hmm. You wake up from what you're not. You're not going to wake up as what you're not. You're going to wake up from what you're not. You're going to recognize you're not that. And that's that. That's <sighs> then what you've been looking for has always been available at all times, right where you are. You are missing it because of you're looking for it in a wrong in the wrong way. Without knowing it, your spirit. Yeah? Without knowing it. Just like that sentence. Without knowing it, then all this shit happens. Well, without knowing it, we're spirit. Yeah? <laughs> we have to refine that out. Yeah. And I feel that's the whole process of the program. Trusting something infinite is what? is recognition of spirit as being that which is before. Yes. Now everything's lined up and it works better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then you have principles that will keep the action figure like God rails, G-O-D rails. It'll keep it on the straight and narrow. So it doesn't attract too much undue attention from fucking bureaucracy and authorities and get stuck on that mental flypaper the fucking mental fuck it wants to get you back on. It mm. wants you to have to take your analysis test. It wants you to have a probation officer. It wants you to go to forced therapy. It wants you to constantly be enslaved by its effects. Yeah. Mm. And it engineers those events. It leads us to it. Yes, of mm. course. Mm-hmm. Through fuck it. How does it lead you to it? It's through thought. That which is talking as you to you leads you to getting jackpotted. Once the genie's out of the bottle, you're fucked. <laughs> That's why the whole idea of alcoholics is an alcoholic calls you after they drink. A recovered alcoholic calls you before they drink. If they call before they drink, there's a possibility. After, it's just harm reduction. That's all it is. The fucking Mm. establishment. See, just like it says we sincerely take a position with this higher power as the director, yes? And then we Mm -hmm. get established in it. We're established in the old position with the lower power. We're already established there. Yeah? Yeah. It's past sincerely. We're established in the parasite, the mental state. And it's going to keep 
try, it's going to try to go back to that fail-safe mechanism. It wants mm -hmm. to lead you back to, to, to that sense of being Paul, yeah? And Paul's mm -hmm. having a bad day, and then Paul's mm -hmm. having a bad week, and Paul's had, having a last three fucking months, and then it's fuck it, and then Paul does something, is used to do something that jackpots Paul. So then the feeling of wanting to escape disappears, but now you have consequences. You told your wife mm. you hate her, she's fucking leaving. <laughs> yeah? You did this, you did that, and now, oh, I'm sorry, you come back to your senses, but the effect is already started. Yes? Yeah. It all it needs is a few minutes to ruin your fucking life. Mm. It doesn't even take a whole weekend. It could do it in a couple hours. Mm. And then you are there to clean up the mess. Mm. That's the insanity of it. Mm. You never see the dog as not you. You clean up its mess for 30 fucking years. Mm. There is a solution to it. You can, there is no mental defense, but there's a spiritual defense. There's a pause. That pause is before thought. Sometimes mm. we experience it coming after thought, but the pause is before thought. You can get established there. So you're not directed so much by the thought system and not led to those places of fuck it. And that we're always at the jumping off point or the jumping back point, jumping back to the mm. established condition of mm. Paul and the world's fucking me. Mm. Yeah. So you're talking about escaping from like the now, is that the, the, as they term it in some places? living in the present moment or the now, is that sort of what you mean as opposed to... Well, see, is if, the now is chock full, if the now is chock full of yesterday and tomorrow, you're trying to escape from it. Yeah. Hmm. That's the whole point. If I'm scared shit of what's going to happen to me next week, that's happening now. See, but I'm not hmm. seeing now. I'm seeing there and then. Hmm. I'm seeing a mental now. It's covering up the now. It gives me a mental now chock full of yesterday and tomorrow. So I can't even enjoy my present condition because I'm afraid I'm going to have a terrible future condition. That's all faith. Faith in the disease. Mm. We can't move it from that. We have the program to move it to, hey, perhaps there's a better way having faith in that which is infinite. Yes, that's the better way. How do I get there? You can't. Submit yourself to the program, stay sober a day at a time, and you'll be changed. And as you're being changed, you'll see you're leaving a failed system and you're moving somewhere else. And all you need to do is honor the demonstrations of the new system in your life. Yeah? yeah. So it's promoted and then you're sincerely in that position and then you get established there. Just like you were established in the parasite, you're established in spirit. And now the gravitational pull is of spirit, <laughs> not of the mental state, but of spirit. So mm -hmm. it's difficult to break through the gravity of spirit and fucking act out anymore. Yeah. You read the first clue. Yeah. Oh, this sounds like a good idea. And then there's eh, that. Oh, I'm going to. Um, yeah, I'm going to share this with someone else. And then you don't go down that path. Yeah. Now, yeah. You ever see it? I remember when I used to, I'd have an old girlfriend 
who didn't know she was my old girlfriend yet. She still <laughs> thought she was my girlfriend. And then I have the new girlfriend come over and just almost every time there'd be a knock on the door, the phone, the doorbell would ring and it was the old girlfriend every fucking time. Yeah. Something yeah. was trying to tell me something. Yeah. Maybe this isn't good behavior. Yeah. Instead of do, do I, can I read that tea leave then? If not, I'm going to have to get run over by a fucking car driven by my ex-girlfriend. Something's going to have to happen. But life's trying to get my attention. And you know what? My attention is geared to allow life to speak to it. Yes? Yeah. Really. It's a, it's, I know when something is stupid. <laughs> I can tell. Though yeah. so it's not said. It's not followed. And therefore, all those fucking trails of debris and consequences, mm. I don't have to mm. go down. Yeah? I don't mm. enter the hallway of shit and fans. It's sort of my feeling is you start living from the blueprint room, not from the already built houses. Yeah. Okay. You can see, you can see the buildup of the fuck it before the fuck it blossoms. Yeah. You can see it. And the grace is like a gravitational pull and you stay in spirit. You don't get pulled out of there. Yes. Just like you mm -hmm. couldn't get into spirit because you were constantly pulled back into the old fucking black hole. Now you've got a supernova pulling you with its gravity. Yeah. 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 And we all feel it. We have to. We have sidestepped so much shit already. You know? That would have, I would have at least picked up about 300 years of prison sentences by now. After 32 years, I would have had a huge record. Mm. Had been, I, I would have gone to 12 fucking institutions by now, trying mm -hmm. to correct that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> We've been saved of all that misery. Mm. Thank you. So um, you got. Uh, I've taken up enough time there. So we got Julia, Julia from Spain. Over to you. Hello. I'm not sure whether. Okay. Hello. Pleased to see. Nice to see everybody. Um, thank you again, Paul. Um, you touched on so many aspects. I I, I find it. I I follow you. You know, there are moments I get lost, but I, I, I get what you're saying, absolutely. I think it's so difficult to try and put this amount of, of, of if you will, vision on, onto the 12 steps and include, you know, everything. I think it's hard to put. And I like the way you sort of, when you say something, you'll then say it in a different way. You know, sometimes I don't get it in a different way. I couldn't understand what you're saying. So it's really good to, to hear you. Um, I think, well, well, I'll not have a, um, I'm trying not to have opinions, but it's, I like what you said when you introduced your, your talk. Um, I love the idea right at the beginning of being introduced in the programs of recovery to the threefold, you know, mental, physical, spirit tour and it's it's trying to sort of work them all in 
And for me, the program gives us that first and foremost, stay alive. You know, second, don't, you know, don't kill anybody else. <laughs> you know, don't drink and, and come round. And it's such a, for me, it's, it's been a long journey. Um, and I'm just now getting to understand, like, the, the following on, if you will, from the beginnings of a spiritual awakening and then, like, the continuation of a journey, which then puts things into a different perspective so i just really like to listen to you i love what you're doing and i think it's needed and um it helps me now as well as anybody that's maybe new trying to get a you know the head around stuff and <laughs> and not be what what we think we are so thank you thank you julia share So uh, he's back. Thank you very much, Julia. And it's Luke. He's back. Hey, Luke. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Luke. Hey, Luke. <laughs> hey, Paul. You're right. Um, yeah. What What I'm kind of um, trying to get my head around, Paul, is um, are the kind of levels and um, and grades uh, to this to a certain extent. So from having an experience of, um, oh my God, yeah. That, that broadcast itself has been the problem here with, um, with what has led me to the doors of a 12-step meeting, broken, uh, destitute through, from, from drugs and alcohol. Um, and then there's a great deal of relief from that because the problem is kind of identified but I think um, for others, and for myself, if I'm honest, um, the broadcast of self can start to come back in in other areas of life, I suppose. And some of the classics there will be sex, food, gambling, what, various forms of, of, of extreme selfing, I suppose. Um, so I think when that, that occurs to people, when that happens, it can be... Um, it can be a bit of a shock on it because it's like, well, I had that really profound release uh, and that realization, um, putting spirit first, as you say, and, and that, whoa, everything fits into place again. Um, this is the kind of formula. And then, so, you know, I, you know, I've had similar experiences to that. So, you know, I'm not, it's not that it's anywhere near as chronic and dangerous as, as, as drug use, but the broadcast of self is, is um, the, the work maybe hasn't fully been done. The realization hasn't fully occurred. I don't know. That's, that's kind of the question. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, uh, and again, this is just my take on it. There's no final moment mm. in a string of moments. Yes? We must have noticed that in time where we thought we were like completely fucked and yet that's been changed, yeah? Or we thought we were completely free and then it seemed like it wasn't, yes? Mm. As long as time proceeds, things change, yeah? Mm things change we're hoping in relation to that we want 
to have something that never changes mm. with the hope that it would make nothing else change. Yeah. We would have never be affected by changes and shit like that. But as long as you're here, the only time this kind of effect is over is when there's death. Yeah. When bye-bye. Yeah. Luke, the little body, the little action figure ends. Yeah. <laughs> so as, as long, wherever you are, the possibility of what you're not is there. Yes. Yeah. Just like we say in AA, you never get free from alcoholism. It's always available. It's always a potentiality, but it's been severely limited. Yes. Luke. Yeah. 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 So we would like to have, like they say, the pill that would take away alcoholism <laughs> like, like that, but it doesn't go that way. So when we're here, as Paul, everything changes, you know, look at what happened with you. If you would have taken, uh, or for, in my own case, if they took a survey of all these people that knew me, not one of them would have ever expected me to get better. Mm. You know, they didn't even expect me to live that long. Yeah. yeah. So from a hundred views, the hundred views would have been no freaking way. Yet some, that, that person got sober. So, yeah. Mm. And in that person's life, what he thought was the worst thing that ever happened got shifted to the best thing that ever happened. So there's this, the idea is it's not like nothing. As long as you're existing, all these possibilities exist. What, what stabilize is the problem doesn't exist as you anymore. Yeah. You'll have experiences when it seems to exist for you. And then you'll get experiences where you feel like it doesn't exist for you, but a new basis has been entertained. It doesn't exist as you that allows a lot of effects to stay longer and stabilize than the other way. Yeah. You see, yeah. it's sort of, instead of like dealing with a problem that's systemic, and constantly trying to affect the problem, you, you go to the systemic situation. And if you change that, the problem doesn't have much uh, breath, doesn't have much oxygen to keep breathing. Yeah. So you limit its growth, you limit its influence. And that's what we're in now. So I'm not a believer in that you're going to live here completely empty of any kind of dualistic this comes up, therefore that comes up. It's always going to show up as long as you're here. Yeah. Mm. Now the difference is, does it show up as you or shows up as something else? I think the root of the problem is we're taking that, which is something else arising as us. Yeah. Mm. That's what's corrected. Yeah. Yeah. In recovery to me. Yeah. It does see having a sense of being the spirit's condition doesn't mean the mental and physical stops being conditions. Yeah. They keep conditioning, but now you're not seeing it from 
a mental condition. You're seeing it from, if you want to use the term, a spiritual condition, yeah? That's what brings the ability to travel lighter, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So just because the selfing appears doesn't mean it's you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a distinction. There's a huge distinction. If you have this belief that it can appear for it not to be me, you're going to be taken quite a lot. Yes. Yeah, no, no, I yeah. this, you know, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so it's a recognition. The, the recognition is based that it's not you. It doesn't mean you're never going to see it again. <laughs> well, you never do see it again. It's, it, what, its little trick will keep on surfacing, but you won't be the butt of the joke, so to speak. Yeah. 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 We need a long time to talk about the subtleties of what, what you just brought up. Yeah. I don't think this is the venue for it. Yeah. But if you are all there is, and you and I are really the dreaming of then, and we're dreaming in a way of two-ness, so to speak. So and then at the same time, there's the non-existent, there's the existence seemingly yes yeah yeah you just want to be that one statement that precedes all the statements about this idea of faith without knowing it that's where the change is yeah mm. yeah without knowing it you attempt to try to become a spiritual condition knowing or being a spiritual condition you'll see uh you'll see all those attempts to become a spiritual condition in a different light. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 And if you want clarification, come to the non-duality, mm -hmm. the uh, Wednesday and Saturday yeah. talks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do. yeah. We can go more into it from there. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah thanks Paul. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Okay, so listen, I, 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 G's here, and I think G had his hand up early doors, and then it's dropped back down. So I'm just—he was the first one to have his hand up, and I just—I forgot, neglected him. So over to you, G. He's back again. Here you go, mate. Thanks, Dave. Thank. Oh, am I on yet? Thanks, yep. Paul. You frozen? Paul still there? Hi, guys. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Great to hear you again. You know, and I, was, I had a question, but I think you answered it uh, as you were speaking because I heard a lot about faith. And, um, you were going to the mental. A lot and um, separating it. All right, you've frozen completely. Yeah, hold so. on for a minute. I just see. Uh, Paul, are you there? Mike, I think he's. Uh, he might have dropped out. What do you reckon? Hold on. Yeah. Just hold right, that. Hold that thought there for a minute, uh, G. Yeah, sure. Is he? Can anyone see him? I can't see him anywhere. No. Oh, there he is. He's got, I've got him. Yeah, he's back. There you go. Okay. Start again, G. Okay, where is he? He's down here, mate. I'm going to spotlight him. He'll, he'll be there. There you go. Uh, brilliant. All right, Paul. Good to see you again. I've got to use you while I can. 
you know, and um, thanks for your share. And, and it, uh, I felt, you know, it went a lot to mental and it went a lot to faith, you know, and um, doctor's opinion talks about the disease of alcoholism and how it affects the alcoholic mentally, physically, and we need a spiritual solution. I would love what you've got. I mean, I've got, I've got a sponsor. I've got a sponsor at Work Steps. I'm four and a half years sober. I would love what you've got, but I'd also like to wake up tomorrow, God willing, I get another 24 hours, and be able to put into action everything you shared today. What would be um, so a, a tip or an advice you could give in order to put what you've shared today into action? Because, you know, I like everything instantly. And I'm four and a half years and you've got 32 years. And, and, <laughs> you know, I'm sure nobody with the one chip after two days was sharing like you. So it shows that, you know, time means something. But how could I do it in the, the shortest amount of time? <laughs> or tomorrow, for say. Oh, yeah, well, that which wants that to occur is not you. Thank God. <laughs> and seeing it in its little place I would direct you to maybe talk to another person and get more interested in them than you right now yeah Let's do some service yeah yeah, yeah. the mm. problem is what wants it now yeah because it wants it now and it's re it's just like we had it last week with a, another guy I think David he was praying please relieve me of the bondage of self. And then he realized he was hoping that to be a, a future condition, condition and he was actually denying that it was a present condition. So exactly, you want a condition now, like fast, but it's that wanting a condition is denying that you are the condition, you see? The problem makes you, your own nature, a target it would really like to avoid by shooting for it. There's a great, a great uh, saint, Saint Francis of Assisi, mm -hmm. and he had a beautiful statement. And he said, "What's looking, what's looking is what you're looking for." So, in that case of what you were just saying, it was who's looking was looking for a quick fix. All the while, what's looking is what you're looking for. So the ever-present G condition is what you're looking for, but you're using the ever, the not ever-present mental condition of G to look for it. That's what's happening, yeah? But right there, what's looking is what you're looking for. Now, somehow, G has taken it upon itself to be the looker for it. That's why you can't fucking find it. It's right underneath your proverbial nose so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so that which wants it now isn't you. Yeah. Yeah. So now you just recognize the parasite. Instead of being recognized as the parasite, you've recognized the parasite. Its activity is constantly being recognized as the parasite. You have just recognized the parasite trying to be recognized as the parasite. Yeah. 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 
Hey, what can we it? have about a 30-second pause? Yeah, All sure, right. sure. Right, cool. i got to liberate myself. Oh, okay. From excess liquid. I'll be right back. No worries. So everyone, just um, if you're not new, if you're new for the first time, I, I mentioned before that um, Paul's website is zenbitchslap.com and you'll find all his uh, material there, all his video and his audio and his books and a hell of a lot of stuff. Um, it's all there. And he does, we do another one of these on Thursday, same time. And then also on a Wednesday and a Saturday, he does uh, like a satsang, which is more sort of less recovery and more, more kind of spiritual side of things. So it's very much going into what we've been talking about today, sort of takes it to to the next level really um and that's it i think on a wednesday in los in california mike is at 7 30 i think isn't it yeah 7 30 and that's you'll find that link at his zoom room i can't unmute you there mate um at his zoom room on zen bitch slap so you have to go go to his website to get access to the uh to his zoom room and on saturday which 7 p.m 7 p.m on wednesdays now 7 p.m on wednesday yeah um and then on Saturday, it's 1.30, which is obviously a little bit more conducive to, to the Europeans and the other sort of hemisphere people that are here. So, um, and it's well worth it. I was there on Saturday and it was, it was awesome. It was, it was truly remarkable. So if you want to sort of get, get more of the good stuff, then I certainly recommend you uh, come along on Saturday if you're in Europe or, or Wednesday at seven o'clock in uh, San Francisco or that's uh, Pacific time. And that would be 10.30 on the East Coast. All right. We're all good. And three in the morning here? Yes. Oh, gosh, it's too late. Yeah. Gee, I thought you were dedicated, G. Come on, mate. All right. <laughs> right, he's back. I'm back. Uh, I think, yes. Okay, all thanks, right. Paul. So um, go help someone else, basically. <laughs> but the action what's the the actions because you talk about faith-based action program i mean i heard someone say you know he sponsored clergymen and they had the most faith and they drank and died you know so it's definitely about the action what would you say about the action because you mentioned the steps four to nine but is there any other action of you know helping someone do the steps but yes there's always step six and seven so when you recognize G as not G, right? Mm. Be entirely ready to have that AKA G removed or reconfigured and ask that power to do it. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. And trust the process. Not more, step six and seven isn't asking for much. It's just asking you to use the awareness that you are to see what you're not and then offer that what you're not up to the power that you've been introduced to through AA. Yeah. yeah. So what? So that you can be of maximum use to yourself and others. Mm. Yeah. This isn't about recognizing the parasite, then calling it me. It's recognizing the parasite. And basically, you can't ask it to leave, so you got to bring the landlord over, which is the higher power, and the higher power will kick it out. Yeah. With action. And then when it dresses 
a new outfit and it looks just like you again and shows up, you'll recognize it as not you and you'll do the same thing as six and seven and it will be, it will be uh, escorted from the premises and then it will come through the cellar and the skylight and you just catch it and then it won't come as much. Yeah. 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 And recovery progresses. So the, you know, the, the crime incidents will, will statistically go down every year because it will lose oomph, yeah? It needs you to comply with its wish. It doesn't have any energy of itself, yeah? It doesn't. It doesn't. So it weakens over time, and then the, the, then the ability to enjoy peace of mind becomes more uh available and stuff like that yeah yeah brilliant. yeah and then things change your attitude and outlook will change you'll have a new one maybe your new attitude will be hey what can i contribute to life instead of what can i get out of life that's a pretty big shift mm. yeah and so uh and all those changes will be presented through the action figure. Yeah, that's where the value of what, the, the spirit of value isn't in spirit, it's in the action figure, yeah? <laughs> that's where it demonstrates, yeah? In a place where you can travel heavy or, or light, light's a really cool way to go, yeah? The spirit isn't heavy or light, the spirit is light, but we're in a, a place of heavy and light, so, the spirit brings some of its own nature into this place and we travel lighter. Yeah. And really you come to the conclusion, what more did you ever really want? All I wanted would really was to be able to enjoy what's happening now. Yeah. And not be so occupied by tomorrow and yesterday. And that's come to pass. Yeah. And like we were saying, the gravitational pull of self may be strong, but the gravitational pull of spirit is unbelievable. Yeah. And now you've gone sufficiently out of the range of the self's gravity. It's just telling you you haven't, but you have. You've broken through its atmosphere, and now you're being pulled into the trusting of something infinite, far out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The head will keep saying that that's not so, but you know it's so. Things have changed, yeah? And just like the guy said last week, he doesn't need to pray for the relief from the bondage of self. He needs to recognize he's in that condition now, yeah? Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The referring to being an older con old condition is an act of denial of the new condition. That's how it goes. Yeah. Mm. Things are always two part here. Always. This is a called a duality. This is how we're interpreting things and seeing things. So when you're moving towards something, there's a moving away from something. You may not know the moving away but you recognize the moving toward, but the moving away is motivating the moving toward something else, yeah? Mm. It's always going on. So the mental state wants to have an effect. It does. 
And so it's, and you're the only way it can cause an effect. That's why it's playing to you all day. That's why the mental theater only faces one way. It's not a public arena. It's an individual little porno theater. It's trying to convince you, G, as the audience, to buy the fucking script and the story. It does. Because without you, its play doesn't get produced. It doesn't. It's all yapping. It doesn't produce any real effects. You're not going to go to jail because you didn't shoot the person. Yeah? The girlfriend isn't going to leave because you didn't tell her you hated her. Those things get contained. They don't get out to make up a big mess. Yeah? Now, you may be irritated by its constant yapping, but you're not being motivated to act upon it anymore. That's a huge, huge, huge effect of the solution. Mm. Yeah. Okay. See, in this case, recovery from alcoholism is usually the patient is the last one to know. Other people see changes in you before you do. Why do you, think that's, why do you think that's true? Because they don't have a vested interest in keeping that information away from you. But the parasite does. The parasite is not gonna enjoy your successes. It's gonna try to minimize them. It's actively attempting to erode the new condition that the program is producing in you. It is. You're not going out, you are sober, but it's telling you you're gonna go out. You see? But it doesn't have the power, it doesn't have the power to change what's happening. You're sober. Yeah? Yeah. It may say, well, you're not gonna be sober, but you're sober. Yeah? All its yapping hasn't changed that fact. Mm. Just, just let the reclamation continue. Seriously, that's all. Don't you, believe, don't you feel that the new way of life has demonstrated that it's reliable? Fucking rely on it. Yeah, yeah really. Why are you withholding? You gave yourself seemingly completely to a failed system. What's causing you to withhold to a reliable system is the failed system, really. It's still talking to you as you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Cheers, G. Good to see you again, mate. Um, just to say, Paul, we've got a. It's sort of twenty. It's twenty to the hour now. So you okay to keep going? We've got a few more questions to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So it's back to our mate, Nor. <laughs> Nor. What, what hour is it close to? <laughs> uh, is it 12 your time? Oh, that's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah when you were talking to Dave, uh, I guess that was your first conversation. I just was getting how it's all impersonal from the beginning to the end. It's just not, none of this is personal. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and of course, 
whatever part of mind it, my mind is left can can kind of hold on to that and say, okay, you know, just relax. It's not personal. Well, and that's it. You know, participating, the, and it's not personal. <laughs> see, the movie is being presented, but it's the audience that takes it personal. <laughs> yeah. See, that's it. So that's where, in a way, there's some power available. Yeah. If if you don't false evidence will stay will keep appearing to be false evidence unless you believe it and then it the false evidence will appear to be real that's the role of the audience yeah so the mental state is presenting a case trying to convince us of something it's presenting a lot of false evidence and it wants to convince us that it's real why because we can produce an effect right if we if we react based on false evidence appearing to be re real we're probably going to do something that's stupid sooner or later and therefore something has produced an effect it needs us yeah it's sort of like it has to talk it has to talk to us talk us into going to the store it can't drive to the store i'll give you a, you've heard this nor there's interesting things in the body. There's a something called candida. Yeah, it's a fungus. Most people have it in the body. Now that fungus has a desire for a certain food. It likes sugary, flowery things. Yeah, it breaks it down into sugar and it eats it. Yet it can't go to the to the you know the bakery. Can't go to the. Uh, it can't get a cake delivered. So it has to convince the host which is us that we like we want we want a piece of chocolate cake and then we go out and get the chocolate cake and it, and then we eat it and it break and then the candida breaks it down into sugar yeah so and then we taking it so personally may have a whole story i love chocolate cake i've been eating chocolate cake for 30 years but really the drive for the chocolate cake came from a, a fungus in you called candida. <laughs> so your whole story of being a cake lover is really coming out of your intestinal tract. That's, what, that's where the message is coming from. And then there's more advanced parasites in nature that do similar things. They're severely handicapped by their basic condition like being a mushroom and they want so they can't move themselves to a better climate so what they do is they send their spores out and they land on ants and the spore digs into the ant jacks it into its brain and tells the ant where the mushroom wants to go so it's like the pizza delivery but it's never delivered it dies and then the mushroom grows right out of its head so right. i I see that's why I see alcoholism and this identification as self as a parasite a parasitical movement. It presents itself to us as us, and then we basically allow it to produce effects here through us. Yeah. And it's built a world that will get arrested for its effects. It won't. Yeah. It produces a world where we'll be called to be responsible for its effects. It won't, yeah? And therefore, we're living under this 
oh, it's unbelievable, really. So, <laughs> and you can, if you just entertain these ideas, they may bear weight and truth for you. And then just allow them to go where they want to go, and they'll be producing new effects through you, just like the parasite produced effects before. Yeah. Right. Yet these effects will be much nicer for you and for others, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. You're a lot of fun, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the life of the party. Sci-fi channel just got a new movie. Great. So, uh, Paul W. and Lester. Hey, mate. Oh, hello. Yeah, nice to see you again. I, um, yeah, I was just thinking about when I first stopped drinking, I thought, yeah, I'll do what I did with control drinking years ago. When I'm not drinking, not going into blackouts, my life becomes better. So, like you say, I thought, not drinking, not using anything, life's going to be brilliant until I have more money. I won't behave like I did. But I behaved stupid when I was a kid, before I started drinking. I had a bad attitude towards authority, and I did crazy things. So just not drinking doesn't solve it all, does it? I just feel that, like you say, you, there's so much more work to do. So more, make more layers of the onion sort of thing to peel off. And uh, a lot of work to do on that step six and seven, just to cleanse myself. So, so I'm not being the old me. I'm, I'm relying on my iPad instead of myself. I just feel what you're saying makes perfect sense to me. I'm, I'm quite interested in Great. Yeah. Fantastic. I seem to be doing a lot of stuff in England for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I had a chance to talk in Birmingham the other night. I'd never been there. That was cool. You talk like Ozzy Osbourne, it's great. Yeah. Oh, that's why Ozzy? Yeah. If he was there now, he probably wouldn't know he was there. No. No, no. I don't think he does it. He doesn't know wherever he is. I don't think he knows. <laughs> All right. You want to do another one? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Paul. So, um, Graham. Oh, he's from <laughs> Graham from Birmingham. Bring it on, mate. Oh, sorry. Oh, thanks, David. You're coming my favorite, my favorite city in England now. <laughs> yeah. You should visit there. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll try and keep this as brief as I can, bearing in mind the time. Um, kind of regarding to Paul, you were talking about um, sort of behavioural aspects when being sober, and um, in this some um, camps who who would sort of subscribe perhaps to a view that um, I put the, the drink and drugs down and um, and I'm okay yeah I, I, I feel okay I'm um, it really caused me to feel um, at ease or you know uh, and perhaps an example of maybe why they would people may in on that is is uh, you know, Fred's story in chapter three where he says, you know, neither did I have any pressing problems or worries. You know, I went about my business as well, kind of thing. 
and um, when I um, when I reflect on, on sort of uh, previous uh, shortish spells of uh, I'm not sure I'd call them sobriety exactly when I wasn't drinking. Um, so one back in 2016, which I, I sort of I scraped through about four months, which was pretty painful. Um, I don't. Um, I was definitely not feeling all right. I can absolutely guarantee that. My life had fallen to pieces, and I kind of I knew I needed to stay sober, but you know I didn't know how to do that. And um, thankfully, you know things have fallen into place. But um, yeah, the. So I guess my question is, in terms of um, uh, how the big book describes the real alcoholic, how would you, what's your thoughts on someone um, kind of feeling okay and, and, and seeming that they have things together when they have um, uh, stopped drinking or using? Please. I think that's great. I think that's great, but... You have to see your own condition, yeah? yeah. Anyone's, everyone can be an expression of a possible condition, but you better recognize your condition, yeah? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, so some people, they're happy that they can enjoy a picnic without throwing the potato salad at somebody. Or maybe they're happy that they don't get arrested. And that's more than enough. That's fine. But if you're not that type, uh, that's probably not going to work for you. Yeah? So AA is a, a huge tent. A huge tent. Yeah? And people get called by a certain note. And maybe they're happy with that note. Other people get called by that note. And then they need to address the whole symphony, so to speak. They've got to get down to uh, recover from the underlying causes and conditions. They're not, they can't seem to uh, live, with, live in peace with that, yeah? And so I just feel like you have to find what works for you, yeah? Yeah, I can't, and see like here, I'm not saying everyone should see this way, see it this way. It may not work for you, but you have the right to hear about it. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want AA to become fundamentalist. I don't want it to become arthritic and rigid and then really hide behind something that was warned about, which is contempt prior to investigation. I feel that uh, the people that wrote the book, when the book came out, the, the length of sobriety they had was only four years at the most, yeah? There are people now that have 60 years, 50 years of being on this, under this influence. And in the vision for you, it says, God constantly is going to reveal more and more stuff. And we've had more and more time for more and more stuff to be revealed, yes? So the program's principles will never be altered or changed, but there can be a lot of different light angles brought to it. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's the beauty of the community. 
because what works for one person may not work for another. And do you want that one person it doesn't work for to be starved, having to, you know, modify everything just to fit into that one idea? I don't believe so. I believe AA is quite organic and it grows with the communities that are in, in it. Yeah. 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 And absolutely. It's more like a vine, you know, it's, it just, you basically put the vine on the wall and then you leave it up to the vine. Yeah. The principles are sound, but the vine's going to go where it wants to go. It's going to grow the way it wants to grow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not a, everyone has their view. I'm fine with that. But I think uh, there does no harm to introduce as many views as possible. You never know which one's going to work for the person who's hearing it. Yeah. 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 I see one of the things I ran into a lot because I went to a, a different countries. I used to lead these fourth step workshops and I would hear a typical thing where people hit about 10 or 12 years and then man, there's a yearning for recovery, really, a deeper recovery. And they could, didn't, they felt like it wasn't available in AA. Yeah. So then they would leave. They'd start looking in other things like Buddhism or stuff like that. And my feeling was, let's bring it back into AA and make it okay in AA so people don't feel like they have to leave AA to, in, to get introduced to something else. It's not like a jealous girlfriend or, or boyfriend, yeah? AA is inclusive. And if something amplifies your ability to be of maximum use to yourself and others, that's totally, totally AA approved in my view, <laughs> seriously. But what the head likes to do is replace things. It wants to take this and replace the other. Yeah. What spirit does, it includes things. It does. It includes things. So the whole point is we're trying to put ideas that you can find outside of AA, inside of AA, AA applying to AA, yeah? With the hopes that it could sort of, instead of having a 20-watt bulb, you'll have a 50-watt bulb, yeah? Mm. Things will be clearer, brighter, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, um, that, that that makes sense, Paul. And I think, um, you know, from my own experience, the a kind of trying to subscribe to a to a rigid kind of um, belief of uh, just that an experience needs to be a certain way in order to fit someone's idea of what alcoholism might be from their own experience is kind of. I find myself. I found I got really lost with that, and I know some other people who have and will. Um, and you know, there's a few of us been talking recently that you know we just want to be able to make sure that things are as inclusive as they possibly can be. Yeah, the thing is, the uh, see, let's say for me, if something really, really, and then the mental state becomes the gatekeeper, right? Something really has done a huge amount for me. From the gatekeeper's point of view, anything else introduced is like going to be in a replacement for that, which isn't the case. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
the head is like the the Old Testament God. It doesn't brook any other God put before it. It's fucking insane. Yeah. AA's principles are sound. They don't need a lot of fucking synthetic support. They support themselves. AA can stand alone. It doesn't need giant protectors of AA. AA is pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Yeah. The principles are very, very sound. It's a perfect, it's a perfect way of life for, for a real addict and a real alcoholic to live under, to, to affect changes that will stabilize and allow that person to be of maximum use to himself and to others. Yeah. It has that ability. Now, how that person expresses that, you know, uh, understands it better, how it flies with it, whatever, those things, you know, some people, they go the body route. So they're putting 12 steps with yoga and shit far out. You know, however it's working, let it work. Now they're realizing these 28-day places and shit shit aren't working maybe we need communities communities of people who are in those programs and then get jobs with other people and so they've got to have a comprehensive thing almost like a an extended incubator to keep the young possibility not getting trampled you know yeah all this stuff is organically growing sort of like a, a solution to an active virus yeah Just, <laughs> basically and the virus affects different settings and different conditions so there's reactions to it yeah all being all with an overriding higher power so basically you're in good hands yeah yeah so yeah okay. thank you you know you know that bill w and those people they did lsd you know that mm -hmm. yeah at, at the time LSD was introduced in the lab, in science and shit, being it was going to be like a living fourth and fifth step. They were. They were trying mm. to improve AA. They were. And they're the they were the co-founder of AA. Yeah. It was constantly trying to bring information into AA that would maybe allow people to travel lighter in AA. Okay. Sound. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Awesome. Cheers, Graham. So I'm just going to uh, go to Amanda in New Jersey because she, she sent a message by text. So Sunny, and we've got three questions. It's going to be Melanie will be the last one, but Amanda, you go first. So here you go. Over to you. Hi. Um, hi, everyone. Um, first, Paul, thank you. I just have to say that um, your knowledge is now an addition to my recovery. Um, the question, I, I had put it in there in the beginning and what I was understanding, I'm one of those, like, uh, you know, me, I logically will break down an hour of someone's talk into four words. Um, and, um, because I can easily like resent something and, um, I, I love my recovery and in four years, this is probably some of the best knowledge that I've. I've heard, um, come to New Jersey, we need you. 
I'm a clubhouse member. Come on, come down. <laughs> but um, I go to New Jersey. I go to Dover. Okay, I'm in southern New Jersey. Um, not now. You know, doors are closed. I'm uh, losing you now. My my question. Can you hear me? My oh, question yeah. is. Hey, David, um, is it me or is that? I think it's you. Can you hear? Okay. Yeah, there you go. My question, can you hear me? Yeah, I think you should be fine. Can you hear me? No, I can, yeah. Go for it. My question, um, you may have already answered it, but what I, what I hear is walking in favor rather than walking in... I, I can't really think of what word, but favor is a positive thing. And every time I sense something negative, I automatically try to find the opposite of it and something positive so that I don't live with that, that that evilness and like walking in the favor of God was the only way that I could walk out of the the jail and and because of what what I had said was walking in favor was like a little pageant girl but as a grown-up walking down a street and that was how I answered the woman when she asked me because I had no idea. I lost that as a young child. But the principles are what the favor is, is that because the principles, I read them all the time in another book, in all of the books. I don't read anything that's negative. Um, so my question is, is are, are you talking a lot about being favored like favoring yourself yes but I, but I'm, I'm i'm talking more about that as an effect of other possibilities okay yeah so i see there's a lot of value in doing certain things and then there's a point where the condition that they were sort of replacing is now formulated and therefore you don't have to do those things so it's a growth, yeah? So like for me, when I came into AA, I would always, uh, because I had a strong sense of entitlement and enough, uh, I always wanted more, when something good happened, I would always say, thank you, God, that's more than enough, yeah? And I did that for about a couple of years until something had changed and I didn't need to do it. So, you know what I mean? Yes. All these helpful aids, these helpful aids usually have an expiration date because you get help. Something gets established and then you don't need, in other words, uh, once my leg gets better, I don't need help up the stairs. Yeah. When my leg is broken, I need help up the stairs. Now, when my leg is fine and I'm still used to help up the stairs, they're doing me a disservice. Because now my leg can't build up muscle because I'm relying on the crutch too long. Yes? Mm -hmm. This is the same thing here. So you, these little suggestions and ways of like fooling the parasite for a while are fucking great. In, in Buddhism, they call them skillful means. Yeah? A parasite so is you just find something that's... Skillful means, but... Sorry. The parasite is an activity of the state that has a 
a tend it has a bias, and let's say its bias is to go more the contracting way, not an expanding way. It likes to expand its territory, but its its sense is contracting, withholding, fear, shit like that. So there's a lot of there's skillful need uh, means when needed, but the beauty is you're going to outgrow the need of the skillful means. Like in AA, it says you're going to outgrow fear. So when there's seemingly there's fear, then you have ways to deal with it. Get out of yourself, do this, do that. But you're in the process of outgrowing fear. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so the tools in the beginning won't be so necessary as you go, as you go further. And then you're going to be more on the side of the, the, they express the effects on page 84. You'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. You'll see it just happened. Uh, you'll mm -hmm. see fighting everyone or everything. It's not like you're trying to not fight everyone or everything. You're going to observe that you've ceased fighting everyone or everything. So the effects, the effects continue. You may not see them, but they're happening. And there's a progress and one of the results of the effects in my life is i have a lot of respect for all the like the spiritual tools but i love when you don't need to use any of them yeah 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 i mean i like um, the spiritual tool belt but i rather i don't like the heaviness of the belt so i rather outgrow the need of the belt than to become yeah. a master of the the tools yeah 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 Good, thank yeah. you for confirming I'm so, on the right path. One yeah. thing um, out of everything that I, I asked you, and I just, you know, what I, you said, step six through nine, and what out of everything you said, I picked something for action, because I heard someone else asking about action, and with the same amount of sobriety as I am, and where I'm at when I need to, you know, snap into action being a mother of it, you know, of, of a young girl in recovery too. Um, listen, ask questions, write my wrongs, and speak to someone else, meaning be of service to someone else. Sponsor yeah. to me my pity party, I'm not partying with you no more, and go help someone. Yes, that's a good, that in a way, that could be sort of an effort, but it's sort of a, a suggestion, then it's taken, it becomes a habit, which is a thought without action, uh, an action without thought. And then the habits become your character. So that's how it goes, yeah. Okay. But the spirit isn't becoming, the spirit, the spirit itself is just as it always is, yeah. What needs, what gets changed is what need, what can be changed, which is your mental, physical, emotional, condi circumstantial condition. That's where changes occur. What creates the changes is something that never changes, which is spirit. Yes. Yes. So That's it's completely reliable because it's not changing. <laughs> <laughs> Yet it initiates all our change, at least in the program of AA. This is a reliance on spirit-based program, not a self-help program. Nice. 
Fields and Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Good to see you. So, um, Sonny, who was supposed to be on for 30 minutes and he's now been on for 90, so um, we, we're sort of winding down now. So, um, if you keep your, your questions quite concise, that'd be great. And, Sonny, over to you, mate. You're on. Thank you. Thank you, David. Yeah, Sonny, Sonny Alcoholic. Um, thanks so much, Paul. Uh, uh, I'm part of a small group here in Dallas that actually has been doing some non dual exploration for the past couple of years as a part of our growth within AA. We, you know, it is still our spine, but we felt somehow we, I feel blessed that we got together. And uh, this question that I have is related to one of the things that the group is struggling with. And right now we're sort of every night meeting and, and, and reading and, and working through uh, Galen Sharp's uh, Non-Volitional Living. And we do some of the other stuff with Wei Wei and Nisargadatta as well. The question is, you know, for these helpful means, the short-term maybe AIDS we're struggling with, you know, as we go through the day, we might, I might recognize, um, we might have recognized that there is this selfing, that there's this false self, Sonny, that's identified with the, you know, with, with, with its thoughts and body, mind, me thought mechanism. And then there is something prior to that. We might recognize that, but it's difficult to be in that throughout the day, right? There's, there's the, the, the gravitational pull of selfing that just keeps pulling me back, especially, and where the group agrees with that as well. Uh, and so are there any aids you can uh, suggest as regards to maybe a short meditation practice, either in the morning or throughout the day, perhaps like neti neti kind of thing, nothing big, nothing very sort of like a, that we get attached to too much, maybe the self latches onto, but is there any short term helpful aid we can uh, we can start working on that brings us back from the selfing, almost like the 10th step that's going on. But my 10th step many times I'm seeing is, is, the, is the action figure is doing it, right? It's taking credit for a lot of that stuff. So I wanna, I wanna see if there's anything that can help me pull back, help us pull back to uh, the prior state. <laughs> well, in one, in one way, you never left the prior state. First of all, that's the best way to go back is realizing you never left. And then you, so why not ask who is it that believes it's left the prior state? Just ask a question, it's famous self-inquiry, who am I? So just ask who is it uh, that believes it's left the prior state? And then it may come up and say me, and then just ask who's this me? But usually that, the who am I question will always initiate a pause, yeah? It will initiate a pause. What happens after that, I don't know, but it will give you the, it'll, 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 it'll manipulate a stop, yeah? So just ask, because see, you were just sharing, and then there's something that believes it leaves the prior state and now wants to know how to get back to the prior state. My belief is you've never left the prior state. So that which is constantly acting as if it has, I'm not that. So why not ask it who it is? Because it's assuming it's you. Why not ask it? You know, stop it at the door and let's check out its ID. Yeah, see who it is. If it ain't me, you'll lose interest in it. And that way you'll lose interest in the idea that you can leave the prior state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just throw it in there. 
<laughs> that's a really, that's a question. You should come to Wednesday and Saturday. A lot of these questions are taking me to Wednesday and Saturday, the non-duality stuff. So I could better give you a better answer, a clearer answer, but it, it's, I, it's, we're in the wrong frame right now. I don't want to frame it in recovery. Yeah. Okay. So just Thank ask you, who it is. What? Yeah. Ask who it is. And of course it may say me and then ask it again. And really what you're using is what you're not to ask what you're not. Who is it? Yeah. Really. They'll negate. And that negation is pause. Yeah. Now the head will move. And maybe this time you won't go with the movement of the head and you'll realize you've never left that state you want to be stabilized in. <laughs> It'll save you a lot of work. <laughs> it will. I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. Just, um, just go with it. Go with it. And one day, one time, you'll have a real sense feltness of it. And that's an establishment. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, yeah, Thanks. Mate, nice to see you, Sonny. Yeah, Sonny. Mate, just yeah. before the last um, question, I've just. If I was in Dallas, one second, if I was in Dallas, I'd always be asking myself, why am I? <laughs> that would be a constant question going on. Why am I in Dallas? <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. Just, to, just before the final question, just, just explain um, the whole concept of the Wednesday and uh, Saturday. Uh, it's, we call, it's called a satsang for people who don't know about it. Can you just, just yeah, Wednesday, the Wednesday and Saturday, yeah, the Wednesday and Saturday are uh, framed with an idea called non-duality. The Tuesday and Thursday is framed in the idea of recovery. Sometimes a question in Tuesday and Thursday would fit better in the Wednesday, Saturday frame, or there would be further, further illumination in that frame. Yeah. But because it's Tuesday and Thursday, I like to keep the question answers in this frame. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, um, you see the, Dave? Sorry. Yeah. So, so just on the, um, there's been a couple of questions just with regards to like Buddhism and stuff. And it, it's, it, I'm trying, it's difficult to explain, I guess. What? It's, it's different from Buddhism. Non-duality is a different concept to Buddhism. Is that, is, are we right? It's, a, it's an idea in, in, some Buddha, in some Buddhism, the idea is there for sure, but it may not be as pronounced. Okay. But Buddhism, yes, definitely. It's called the, uh, the idea of anatta which means non-self. So there's a dispute and a negation of the idea of being the subject-object in Buddhism quite a lot, yeah. But a lot of Buddhism is about practicing to find some kind of equilibrium and peace in the action figure, yeah. And a way of life, like a philosophy of how to treat others and shit, do no harm and stuff. But in all, in Buddhism and actually all, I would imagine in uh, uh, Judaism, in, in Hinduism, they have this idea of non-duality, yeah. 
Okay, so um, final question from Melanie in Leeds. Over to you. Melanie. All right, final question. Yep. Yeah, thanks, David. Um, Paul, this might not be the right venue for this question, but I am really interested what your thoughts are on this. So earlier you mentioned that Bill W um, was either invited or he did take as, a, as an experiment for the cure of alcoholism, LSD. So um, I wonder what you take on the new modern version of the ayahuasca um, trips are, um, which is a similar yeah. kind of fundamental belief. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done it. I've never taken ayahuasca, so but I know a lot of people who have, mostly based on the non-duality venues. And uh, the problem for me in ayahuasca wouldn't be ayahuasca. It would be the effect it would have on my community. Yeah. So I, I actually looked into it in like 2000 when I was in Australia. And it's not for me. It wasn't for me. And But mm. when people ask me what about it, I say, well, you've got to weigh it in concerning your relationship to people in, in the community because they're going to take you as gone out. Yeah. So is it going so, to affect your relationship to others? And I say, yes, it right, will. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So quickly, my, um, my core belief of uh, sobriety is no mind altering substances whatsoever. And that for yeah. me would come into that category. Yes. Yes. The funny yeah. thing I love, I make jokes about uh, ayahuasca. They, they, the use of it is surrounded with a, re a ceremony, yes? Yeah. So I was telling my, I would have loved to known that when I was earlier using and they pulled me over, I could have told the police I was in a ceremony. <laughs> 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 okay, <cocaine> ceremony. <laughs> yeah, I, right, I, thank I, you. I get relief based on a religious affiliation. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I've never done it and, uh, I know people are, you know, the trouble thing, the trouble is uh, people are in a lot of disease and discomfort and there are uh, some, of, uh, some of us are open to try almost anything. Mm. And uh, in and of that self, there's a certain uh, illness concerning seeking that happens where you know one ceremony will lead to another ceremony then every week and you know it, it just yeah. goes on and on and on there's that tendency because the addiction whatever it's introduced to will piggyback on it it will yeah and mm -hmm. you will you will yeah. be again there'll be an identification as the ayahuasca taker or there'll be the identification yeah. as the drug addict. There's always the yeah. real disease to me, the act of being identified underneath it all. Yeah. And then I really believe all the other things that turn into addictions were seen really as solutions to the original addiction. I was trying to get out of me through drugs. I was, I was trying to get out of yeah. me through drinking. 
I would try to get out of me through spirituality. I try to get out of me through this. I try to get, yeah. And so in a way, the dilemma with the thing we're suffering from is it's the act of being identified. So you try to get out of you as you. That's the dilemma. We can't get out of self as self. Yeah. So you can, the one who needed to take ayahuasca will probably be there after you take ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dilemma. Yeah. Okay. So that's why yeah. this idea to me brought into my recovery has been fucking a quantum leap because I really believed it, uh, it revealed to me the exact nature of the wrong, which is an identification as something other than me. And it's not me identified as something other than me. It's the mental state saying I'm identified as something other than me. Yeah. And my belief in the mental state causes me to believe I'm something other than me, really. And then the mental state keeps talking to me to reinforce that. Yeah. All fucking day. And I, that to me is the original addiction, to tell you the truth. And, you know, I'm just here to share everything from that point. And I don't want to miss, I don't want to fly off that point. The whole point is the mental state, that which we're listening to and being guided by is in the act of being identified as a doer, a thinker, a feeler, a body. It is. And so if we're, if we're listening to that without knowing its agenda, we're going to be living from its agenda. We'll be living from the bondage of self, and then we'll want to get relief from the bondage of self, and we'll try anything we can to get relief from the bondage of self, but there'll still be the identification as self. Yeah? So mm -hmm. ayahuasca will mm -hmm. lead to the next drug. You know, Buddhism will yeah. lead to extreme Buddhism. Yoga will lead to, you know, radical yoga. It's just going to keep on trying to make it a new version to try to get out of itself as itself. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, so we're just putting out information. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> it just hits you. And uh, we have, we're here to support this in idea. We have tons of YouTube talks. We come do these Zooms. We're not going anywhere. As long as I'm alive, I'm being put to use. We're going to keep entertaining these ideas. So if you want to hear about these ideas in this direction, here you go. That's what we're doing. Yeah? So mm -hmm. I think that's it. I, yeah? yeah? yeah. Melanie, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Did you want to say goodbye to everyone? Any questions? I'll just mute everyone. You can say goodbye. Hmm? You want to say goodbye to everyone? Yes, yes. I always like to say it's a goodbye to everyone. Well, everyone gets to me. I don't have to see them. Rob from UK. Nice to see you, Rob. Mike, of course, always. I'll let you know what happens, Mike. Dimitri, G, Jim and Trish, Daz, my main man. We got Chris over here, Melanie. Let's see. We got James. Fantastic. Carl, he's got a nice little thing above his head. Stevie, Luke, Paul, Keith. Amanda, New Jersey. I'll be hopefully there sooner or later. Jeffrey, 
I see everyone else. Nor, Dimitri. I hope everything. Dimitri, take it easy. Uh, Eileen, Ruth, Jack, Johans, Jeffrey up there, and the, right up. He's he's got his head above the water between two rocks. There he goes. And uh, yeah, all right. And all these other anonymous folks. I'll see you. Thank you so much for taking time. All right, Paul. Nice to see you, Eileen. Thank you. Hey, David. Can you hear me, David? Thanks, guys. Can you hear me over the noise, David? I can. Thank you, Paul. going to stay for a minute. Have you met him? No, I don't think so. Okay, I asked him to stay for a minute because there's a technical thing. Where's Dimitri? Still here? Oh, there he is. He let me know about a, a noise canceling or evening uh, uh, um, choice in Zoom. And Dimitri, is that for during the meeting or just for the recording? Oh, sorry, we haven't unmuted you yet. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 So this is a setting in the Zoom account, basically. So it works both for the meeting and for the recording. It's uh, an option. Well, recommend it. Yeah, it's an okay. option to enable. It's called turn on turn on original sound. It kind yeah, of. I share, I'll share with him what you shared with me. So and see if he wants to try it. Yeah. So we'd have to get I'll the do account. that for tomorrow's we'd meeting. To we'd have to sign into your account to do this, though. Yeah. It's not something you do when you're in the meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the, in the Zoom account. You right. should first apply it and then start a new meeting. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dimitri. Sure. Thank you very I'll much. Dimitri. Later, for sure. Yeah. Too. Thank, thank, thank you both for organizing all that. No worries. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Before I leave. Thank hey, you, Jeffrey. Bye, James. James. Bye. Dude. Dude. <laughs> until until tomorrow. Do the bonds, man. See you later. I shall Hi, Luna. Hi, Luna. <laughs> Luna, blow kisses. Oh. Oh, all right, she's got oh, it. Right Go ahead, blow kisses. Because she's so shy, you know. <laughs> I wonder where she gets that from, right? Right? I wonder where she you guys live together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so, you know. Oh. Right now, right now, circumstances, difficult circumstances have blessed me. So, come here, come here. You know, I suffer in style like a lot of us. Dumb and drunk luck working together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Luna, look. Look, Luna. Oh, there you oh, go. Kitty. Say kitty. Say cat. 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 There you go. <laughs> that was a good one. That's two. <laughs> hey, bye, kitty. Yeah, but it even more fun. Uh, Mike's cat has the same uh, name as uh, Paul's girlfriend. So. Well, it's spelled with an E, though, so, I, so they're different. Purposely. Oh, yeah, so different. <laughs> no, I mean, I purposely changed it to an E. So oh! You did the whole style change, though, did you? You just did the little change, right? Yeah. And also so I can call her the Divine Miss M. 
VGM. I was waiting for her to say that the action figure, the Paul's action figure needed to do some laundry or something because I saw her walk around in the background with the laundry basket. Oh, immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, look. You guys have a dog too, right? Oh, yeah. He's sleeping over here, I think. Yeah, well, when you here. fell asleep, when you fell asleep on Zoom the other night, it looked like, and then you rolled over, there was a dog there. So it was like you were sleeping on top of the dog. Yeah, the two. <laughs> we're all three of us just old dogs, three old dogs now. <laughs> it's it's just the way it's worked out, man. It's okay. You know, once I accepted that, it was all right. <laughs> Year of lockdown, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I said, we suffer in style. You know. <laughs> I like hearing that, James, and reminding me of that. It's true. Well, you know what? Um, it started actually uh, a year before for me because we had this hurricane 